1: Don't miss out on your chance to listen to four-time Super Bowl champ Charlie Weiss on the
2: only podcast solely devoted to everyone's favorite position in football, the quarterback. Listen for free now by subscribing wherever you get podcasts or by going to CelebrityQB.com.
0: Welcome to the Fantasy Throwdown Podcast, bringing you the latest in
1: sports news, fantasy analysis, and opinions. Don't forget the hot takes. Can't have a sports show without hot takes these days. What about hot cakes, though? Mm, I want some hot cakes. Now, here's your host, ready to jump into the thick of things, Dwayne Callender. Good afternoon, Throwdown Nation. Another action-packed show on tap. Going to go through what happened with the Premier League. Also talk some college football because we just had Clemson survive a scare uh, lo- after losing their new starting QB, the freshman, after Kelly Bryant uh, was demoted and decided to announce his transfer. So Clemson survives against uh, Syracuse uh, despite having to go to a third-string backup. Uh, but uh, we'll, we'll, we'll talk about that in a bit, and I'm bringing uh, my dad on the line as well. Yeah, Kelly, so, you know, uh, we were just talking about this offline, but, like, my issue with uh, Kelly Bryant and his handling of his demotion from Clemson was from the fact was he, he kept saying that he had done nothing wrong to lose his job. But, like, what we were talking about is, you know, there's a difference between losing your job and doing everything you can to keep your job. And, you know, from Bryant's perspective... He's thinking he's doing such a great job, but if you look at it, the reason why they lost in the playoff this past year was because of him, because they stacked the box, and they basically said, beat us with your throwing arm, and he couldn't do it. It's like they, they were pitiful on offense in the college football playoff.
3: Guys don't seem to realize this. It's like, okay, look, look, look a guy who was who in a position like him. Uh, It's Hurts. Hurts is a very good quarterback, but he doesn't have a good arm. So you have a defense against him because if you stack the box enough, he can't make those long throws, and he's going to have to run. Now he moves the ball. But but, but they would have lost that game against Georgia because Georgia figured it out, and they had the perfect defense against him. And they just couldn't move the ball. You understand? Know yeah. So the fact that you're the, the the starting quarterback and you've been there two years or whatever, uh, yeah. But you're basically getting the job by default. Yeah. Once it, they get somebody
1: who can do that, they will take a chance. Yeah, and that and that, that, that was person. the whole issue. Is that you know if you if you're Kelly Bryant, you know that they uh uh. Trevor Lawrence was brought in to take your job either this year or certainly next year to be the heir apparent. But he was going to take your job this year if you didn't up your game. And it's the same scenario that we talked about uh, previously in the NFL. Like, Joe Flacco was so comfortable in his role as the starting QB just cashing checks for the Ravens, not working on his game, not being in the proper shape, and they they can cite the back injury and all that hoopla, But the fact of the matter was, Joe Flacco was complacent in his job. And so that by uh, drafting Lamar Jackson, Ozzie Newsom got the best out of Joe Flacco and secured the Ravens' future going forward by drafting a QB who's not ready to play right now, but will be ready to play eventually once he got some seasoning in the NFL and learned the ropes. But at least he got the Ravens to a better spot by motivating Flacco to get off his ass and get ready to work. And, you know, that's what Kelly Bryant, it it should have triggered in his head that his job wasn't safe once Lawrence came on the campus as a recruit. Because uh, uh, Clemson had three other highly talented uh, recruits transfer from the program as a QB when they saw Lawrence and said, you know what, I can't beat out that guy, I'm in trouble, and they transferred. Like Kelly Bryant, in his head, it should have clicked that Oh wait a second! If all these other guys are transferring, uh, you know, it, it it should it should have dawned on him. Maybe it's not me being so good. Maybe it's this other guy being that good enough that he could actually take my job too. So I should get myself ready. But but, but the problem I just have with some of these guys
3: is they're not being honest with themselves. It's it's the old thing where you know they're against me. They, they're not you're not being honest because if you're looking at game films. You must see that you're not, you know, I mean, we as spectators to see it. We see that, you know, you saw that, that, that with, 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 with Watson, that he made the step this year, the next year. I mean, the championship game a couple of years ago, you see where they fell short and he, he did things. That, but the next year when he came in that second championship game, when he started that push in the fourth quarter... You can see like... Yeah, Deshaun Watson Watson was able to make far... What not to do or what not to do. Can you see the progression? Yeah, no, Deshaun Watson had
1: improved his actual uh, defensive uh, coverage uh, recognition leaps and bounds so he could read defensive coverages, figure out who his uh, reads were, so he wasn't having to think as he's going through each read. He knows where right. each guy is supposed to be and where to execute it. So if his if he has to get out the hot uh the, the, the number one read, he knows where his hot read is gonna be and he can just execute that throw immediately. It's like that right. is so much the seen prep it work. Movie before. Mm, yeah. 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 It,
3: that, 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 that's the, the, it, it's a problem I I have with a lot of guys. They they, 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 they complain when they get benched and like they're not honest. Like they're not honest with themselves, you know. Like, it's uh, like uh, they don't like me. You know, I'm a senior here or I'm a junior here, and, and I should be thinking, You, uh, you didn't do anything to lose your job. Yeah, but you didn't do nothing to keep it. So then it's up for grabs.
1: Yeah, and that that, that <laughs> was. Ain't doing th- enough to keep it. That, that that was the that was the comment that uh, that slight, uh, slightly annoyed me is that I didn't do anything to lose my job. That happens to a lot of. That happens to a lot of folks. Like you, a lot of folks say, "Oh, I didn't do anything that should cost me my job." It it didn't cost you your job because you weren't kicked off the team. They just replaced you by someone they thought was better. That that it's like you didn't lose your job. It's like it, it, if you was kicked off the team, that's losing your job outright. You just got replaced by someone the coach thought was a better fit uh, for the team. That's it. It's like you could have still been there on the backup. Like he could have actually taken the demotion in stride. Once that uh, freshman got hurt, uh, Lawrence got hurt, he could have stepped into this Syracuse game, executed the plays, and gotten right back in the coach's graces. And everyone will be singing his praises about how he took the demotion in stride, kept his composure as a leader, and and rose to the occasion when adversity hit the team. And actually, led them to victory. Now you got a whole murky situation in Clemson where you got a freshman who's hurt. You got Bryant who's who's uh, who's uh, on the outs with the school, complaining about how he was mistreated, and he walked and he basically was walking away from his teammates. It's not a good look. And so now, when you're trying to salvage that relationship, because I actually think that if uh, because the hit that Lawrence took that looked to be like a neck issue, like if he didn't get a concussion. He definitely strained something. Uh, it was definitely a neck strain. Uh, I, didn't, I
3: didn't see the game.
1: Uh, yeah, because, basically, uh, Lawrence uh, was trying to scramble out of bounds, try to pick up a few extra yards, similar to the Jimmy G play, ducked his head down, and the defender walloped him with his shoulder so that his uh, neck bent in a okay. weird way that he just crumpled to the ground. Oh. Uh, yeah. But, but, like I said, these
3: guys, sometimes they not off, but you see... This happens when you get these guys who who keep believing their own bullshit within reading read the the press clippings because yeah you're not you're not as good as you think you are because I am not seeing where you are progressing you know where you should be where it was last year to this year you just you just believe in your own bullshit and, and swallowing it down but it 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 it's not happening you know. So, so like I say, while you're saying that, you ain't do you ain't do nothing to lose your job. Yeah, but while you didn't, you ain't do nothing to keep it. So it's they put it on the market. Yeah. You know. Yeah. So I you know, I, I, don't, I, I I I I I don't know when they, when they complaining about that. You sometimes you gotta need to look in the mirror. You know, you need to look in the mirror. Like like if somebody's doing you something, nobody ain't doing you nothing. You know. Uh,
1: that, that, that's, that's a big problem in a lot of these guys. Yeah. 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 So, uh, I mean, in terms of the other games in college football uh, today, no real surprises uh, to speak of. Uh, ju- uh, I mean, the only surprise would have been uh, if, uh, just because of the, the injury, if Clemson went down to Syracuse and but uh, you know, the, Clemson was at home, even with a third-string QB, they should still be able to uh, execute, uh, execute, and be and be able to, to get that win. So uh, but again, they got beat at Syracuse last year. Well, well, last year, well, again, that was one where Kelly Bryant was the one who got hurt in he that Syracuse it, yeah. game, and they they couldn't figure out a way. So that that was one of the reasons why Dabo had to go out and start recruiting harder for QBs because oh, yeah. Kelly Bryant went down and they didn't have an answer. Yes, that's doing your job. That's, that's not getting caught in the
3: same situation the next year. That's, that's what I was saying with, 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 with some of these guys. They're not being honest with themselves because you the same mistakes that you were making last season, I'm not seeing where you're progressing. This season, well, I don't want to worry about doing with Dan. I know he knows so and so and so and so. This Tennessee team keeps shooting themselves in the foot. Last week, they fumbled a short touchdown. Listen, it's the way really get a touchback. I, I, this week, I, mean, I have, have a no confidence.
1: On the one-yard line. I, This was one of those games I I felt incredibly confident about taking uh, uh, Georgia here because in order for Georgia to get trouble by Tennessee today, Tennessee would have had to play mistake-free football. I mean, Georgia was already favored by over 30 points. Like Tennessee had to play mistake-free football, which they haven't done this year, and they need Georgia to play poorly which Georgia kind of did last week. So, like, I was expecting a focus because Kirby Smart was already pissed off with how Georgia handled last week with uh, with uh, dropping the ball before getting into the end zone. Like, Georgia did a ton of dumb things last week. So, I was expecting a big response from Georgia today and cleaning up some of the nonsense that was going on. These,
3: these are things that, that, that coaches got to stop, you know, and I – I think there's a lot of things they don't make enough of an issue about. You see these fundamental things like ice dropping ball before the touchdown, you know, and all them kind of things. And like uh, um, that game with San Diego we were watching Sunday, where, where I show you where the guy, Yeah. he, he intercepts that ball and yeah. he are doing a run out yeah. and then up getting it on the one. Yeah, line. yeah. I, I mean, it will go seven points because. They had them on the one yard line. They couldn't move it. And they had the point from the end zone, got it blocked, touchdown. Yeah. yeah. It, 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 it's these dumb things. Yeah. The uh, and, and believe ball, me, Derwin James. Like the thing was.
1: You know I mean? It's crazy. Yeah, Derwin James made a great play with that interception and then compounded uh, it with an even dumber mistake by trying to run it out of the end zone. What,
3: what, what, but when but he wasn't ready, running it out he's just running like an asshole out of the, the, the end zone and like doesn't even and like I say some of these guys kill me like they're playing and they don't know the rules like you play this game on your life but for some reason you never bothered to, rule, to read the rule book if you if you run out of the end zone wherever you step out that's where the ball will be it's not a touchback you came out once you come out it's there so Basically, what you what, what you have done for the other team is, is like, hey, we made a great point. <laughs> you know, it's down on the one yard line. It, it, you, you can't be doing that. Yeah. Do this. Do the thing. You, you 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 intercept the ball in the end zone. To me, I never look. I've seen guys intercept in the end zone and make that run back and they score. And that I never. It looked great when it happened, but to me. Take a knee. Take a knee in there and let's start over. We just got the bullet. Take a knee. Let's start on the 20 right Let's, 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 let let's, let and let's get going. Yeah. I don't get the other team on edge. You know, it's, it's, it's like Deshaun Jackson. Remember that year? Oh, he, he well, Deshaun Jackson was. Yeah,
1: well, the Deshaun the the, the Jackson play. <laughs> You know, I you, we we all thought like when that one happened, going back a few years, we all thought that was gonna actually teach kids not to do that dumb stuff. Like no, he didn't no, no, count. No, no, no. He didn't do it right. I'm gonna I'm gonna show you how to do it. Uh, I, I'm uh, gonna
3: drop
1: it right on the line. It, it, he just didn't do it right. You know, it's so like a, that's what more than say. I mean, he, you he, you th- he, you he, would, he you, would thought, right. you would have thought you would thought they would have learned, but no, yeah. no, they they they. they, they continue to find new and more idiotic ways yeah. of uh, committing the same infraction. Look at me. It's, and I don't even know. And the, I you
3: don't know me. The, the, the Me Too movement? Well, this is the Look at Me movement. It's look at me. You know, I, I, yeah. Look what I did. Yeah.
1: It's,
3: it's just, it's, it's, it's this reality TV bullshit that's screwing everything up. You know, everybody, everybody, you know. And I have been Marty last night they have always said that acting is is not that hard, and reality TV has proved that anybody can do it, you know. But I got news, man. There's actors, and then there's actors, you know. Because everybody who is doing it ain't doing it good. Yeah. Oh, uh, I gotta call you today. we that that equalizer.
1: Oh yeah. Oh well, yeah, the storage play. You know, the one thing I always say about Sturridge, just when you think his career is over, Sturridge oh, yeah, just pulls out one of these plays <laughs> where you're just like, man, how does this guy not play more?
3: <laughs> yeah, who did it? Yeah. It gives you just enough. That it's like it's like they, they used to say with the, the high-up the high ball. they say you catch up with it just enough so you don't lay off it. You're
1: supposed to lay off it, but you always catch up with it. just enough for so us today. I can always do it. Yeah, well, because I always look at Sturridge and I always say Sturridge could either be the worst MLS player signing of all time or the best MLS player signing of all time because he's that talented that I can easily see him becoming a transcendent star in MLS or just being a guy who's constantly injured and never does anything in MLS. Either scenario is highly possible.
3: <laughs> yeah. yeah. But the, 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 the thing that, that, that I took from that is that the one problem I just have in soccer now is that guys don't like to shoot. Everybody, like, they want to walk right into the, the, the thing with the ball and that's what you get from you know those kind of shots he hit it he hit it hard and he get he got power and he got it to dip i mean
1: oh it, yeah no even
3: made a really good try at it. Be, it because because, it because the, the, the
1: the part the, the, the problem was is courtois <laughs> is trying to read that thing but it was so high and had pace on it that it's like even if like Courtois would have had to run a dead sprint and then try to jump for it, but he, he couldn't. He could have anticipated that.
3: No, because, look. Let me tell you, it's not like he wind up, you know, the, because the guy, the guy who had it before, looked like he wanted to take the shot, and I don't. I don't. The kick, and he, <laughs> he, for some reason, he, he let the the the. Oh, Magnum Pi! Can't wait. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, he, but when he when he, when he put it over and the table, he, he actually didn't hesitate much. He it, just collected it and said, and it, as soon as he as a whoo, that's it, and it just like <laughs>
1: yeah. uh, it, 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 And I know we're gonna get sidetracked there, but you 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 know. Of course, we have that nonsensical uh, Magnum PI remake, but I know for a fact at this point the A team is coming back. I know they did the movie, but the A team is definitely coming back as a as a, wait, uh, as a new TV wait. show.
3: Wait, you know, you know how they say that in Game of Thrones everybody dies. <laughs> well, everything is coming back. Take my, <laughs> well, you know, I, I forget the Kong. I I forget to keep counting. Because they're just bringing shit back. They're just bringing shit back. Don't don't be surprised. Labor and surely Happy Days. <laughs> they have no idea. They're lazy. So they're just sitting down there saying, Oh, you know it be good. Maybe we bring back so and so and so
1: and so And well, they well, tell I, themselves well, the, well, the thing it that
3: for an audience. Well the, who, who well, the thing about that
1: the thing about that Goldberg, like the, that comedy show that ABC has, the Goldbergs, the whole thing about that show is the fact that it's technically like an 80s version of what uh, Happy Days was because it's, it's yeah. making fun of the 80s. So it's like, it—it it is the same concept. It's like nothing's really changed. It's just like you just update the time period to make people nostalgic. Uh, they, they it's, it's, you know, I... I I
3: don't know if they if they if they had a survey to say and fans are saying bring this back and bring that back you know I am one zero that is contented that we do something, we move on. I mean any movie, if you think about it, any movie that you see as good as they were, you know, I mean I went to see Psycho when I was a kid, okay, and was ducking all, you know, holding on in the in the cinema. But I never had I think
1: to see Psycho two, you know. You gotta you gotta have the sequel now, Kelly. Every movie has to have a sequel already in mind. I'm 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 I'm, I'm, wa- I'm waiting, Kelly Kelly. I'm waiting for La La, La Land two. <laughs> yeah. The,
3: the original Psycho was in black and white. Okay, it was a black and white movie. Yeah. They waited until they it was a color to big Psycho. <laughs> you know, it, it's just too stupid. Look, I there's movies that I don't want to see. Uh, you know, no, no, no part two and all of that nonsense.
1: Yeah. You know. Yeah. But anyway, uh, let, let, let's get back to the Premier League. So, uh, you know, I, I talk about this like as I was watching the the U.S. team throw up all over themselves for the Ryder Cup, but uh, I was watching um, Man United, and we talked about this earlier, but the, the issue that I had with Man United about that squad is the system Jose Mourinho's trying to uh, have them play, he doesn't have the players for, and he keeps complaining That he doesn't have the players. But in the meantime, you have to actually use what you've got in terms of players and play a system that can be successful. He just wants to play one way, and he can't execute because he can complain about Pugba until he's blue in the face. Pugba's not changing his playing style. We know Pugba's not that good. But guess what? Man United, and you were part of it, you paid for Pugba. So... It's your own fault. <laughs> Look, let me tell
3: you something. Here's the problem I have with, with Jose Moreno. Okay? He, he, he is the Donald Trump of football, where don't care what happens, he's never wrong. It's not him, it's in somebody else, but he'll take all the credit for anything that goes right. His biggest thing is that, well, um, the only reason why why CTM is beating me is because I don't have that kind of money to spend. They don't I don't have their money to spend. So that's his thing. So he he he, he he's already punishing himself with an excuse because he keeps saying that. He said about three times last thing says this again. Yeah. He always complains about the amount of money that that a and and, and 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 these other teams have to to spend. I mean I'm, I mean um Man City. Look. Let me tell you something. Yes, I know that some of these players is not as good as some of the players that sir Alex had, but those last, those last few years, that some of those teams that sir Alex had wasn't really that good. Because even you said, you think he, he left because he saw that this was coming to an end. Yes, that? Yeah. You have to make the one thing sir Alex and them have is that they make use of what they have. You cannot you cannot have a track meet if you don't have speedy guys. You understand how you yeah. going to play run, run, run and gun football when you don't
1: have speedy wide receivers or, or, or a mobile quarterback. Well, because Mourinho you, wants to play the style where that. he parks the bus, but he doesn't have the defensive players to park the bus. First of all, he doesn't have a back line that's capable of playing that style. It's like... He gets bailed out because David De Gea, you know, even though he had his struggles in the World Cup, is still the best goalkeeper in the world. That is his calling card. But to that end, he doesn't have a good defensive midfield. He doesn't have a strong back line. He doesn't have a center back. So again, when you have all these things working against you, you can't just park the bus with 11 behind the ball and say, we're going to win uh, 20 games this year it's not happening because the 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 problem is that with this squad he basically needs uh well actually I, i'm saying 20 games I'm, I'm i'm thinking like 20 games before uh you hit you hit uh february but like the 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 thing of it is is that you're not winning that like you're not winning all those games so and we haven't even gotten into the tough part of the schedule yet, where you're playing multiple games back to back. He doesn't have he doesn't have a starting eleven that he trusts. He doesn't have uh, an actual strike partnership that works because uh, Abramovich uh, Zlatan uh, co- uh, covered him uh, the first year, uh, year one. Last year uh, Zlatan got hurt, but then you had uh, you had uh, Martial uh, do some damage. Uh, for him, and then Lukaku uh, was uh, able to play well. But this year, you got Lukaku who hasn't really recovered from the World Cup. I think he's a little bit disengaged because I think he was. I think his efforts were kind of focused on that last year was in preparation for the World Cup. So I think Lukaku, like his mindset was, I'm getting myself ready for the World Cup, and now that the World Cup's come and gone. Lukaku's just kind of looking at it as like, yeah, I got this money from Man United, but, you know, it, it is what it is. So I think it's part of partly that, that he doesn't actually have uh, a team that's fully motivated to play under someone who's as miserable as he is and grind it out for an entire year. Yeah,
3: but, you know, this is this him and him on, on football. You know... You remember in the World Cup, I told you, I wish Pogba and Lukaku could play like that. Even though I'm not a Man you fan, of it. "Do you think we could get a version of that in, in the
1: league?" And you think "No," because I, I because I knew that that's what they were they were geek they geeked themselves up for the World Cup. That that was that I I I felt it in my bones from the outset that they had geeked themselves up. For the World Cup. And that this left out was inevitable. They did. They did play pretty good in the World Cup. Popo
3: was like the senior guy. And he was there with everybody. And he was making all the right decisions and stuff. And you know. The the Premier the, the League started. And he just said. Okay. Let's get back to work. <laughs> the old guy just showed up again. You know. So. Yeah me, he likes to lay that kind of blame. Look, my thing is this. If you're going to take the credit, you've got to have to take the blame. And He likes to take the credit whenever they look good. And if they want a 6 game winning streak, he's he's there and he's talking about this and he's he's looking smug and... But as soon as they, 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 they get they their ass kicked like what's happening to them now he he he's always disengaged, he's always this one and you know, guys in doing this and he starts throwing people under the bus. And that's why I never liked him as a coach. You know. And like I say, he's he's not he he, he doesn't want to be flexible. He wants to play that defensive style where we we, we don't give up a goal and we make sure nobody scores and then if we didn't we can always win, you know, one nothing, two to one or whatever. But he doesn't have the defense to do that anymore. Those guys are not there anymore. You know? And 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 he doesn't have it and, and like he doesn't wanna he doesn't wanna realize it.
1: Yeah. You know. So uh this is basically uh what happened in the rest of the Premier League though. Uh you had uh, you had City take care of business gets Brighton uh, this was kind of ho hum for City. I, I mean, I actually thought they they kind of roll up on Brighton and just drop four or five goals on them. Uh, they only uh, they only beat them two nothing. But to me, like City was just in cruise control. Uh, so I'm I, not gonna tell you. Yeah, <laughs> I was I was part of that game. They just they they like we got it covered and they just they just just
3: cruised out the 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 game.
1: Yeah. Uh, Spurs uh, won 2-0 two, uh, over Huddersfield. Uh, Harry Kane had two goals. Uh, you know, Kane, this was like the first game Kane actually started looking a little bit like uh, the form he actually had uh, coming into, uh, not the World Cup, but like, uh, I'd say even the beginning of last year uh, where he was like in uh, streaking to the point where People thought that England was going to do have a monster World Cup before he went on that cold spell heading into the World Cup, uh, mm. and you know that's the only thing that a, a Spurs can look forward to because right now they got uh, they got a bunch of injuries to deal with uh, because they 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 didn't have Erickson, they didn't have Ali, they were w- trying to work some guys in, so basically Spurs needs everything they can get out of Kane at this point, Wow. Yeah. But yeah, they're like uh, so, uh, like so many other matchups today. Uh, you had uh, Everton uh, take care of business against Fulham, which is a met ma- I'll, I'll be honest, Everton had me has had me worried for a while now. I actually thought this might have been a trap game for them at home against Fulham, uh, trying to take Fulham too lightly and end up dropping points at home because Everton needed that win. <laughs> mm. You know, a team that
3: that, that I, I I didn't see the game today. Um, but
1: I watched a couple of the games. You know, that guy had that Wolves team. That oh, yeah. The so, They're not so, playing bad. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, I'll, yeah, I was going to get to Wolves next. I looked at that Wolves team, and uh, 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 Nuno, uh, uh, the coach of that team, I mean, he brought over a number of Portuguese players, and some people were a little skeptical of it. I wasn't. Like, one of the things I liked about Wolves was they brought in guys that played well internationally and played in other different uh, playing styles. So I thought the Premier League was due for a team that can tactically be a little bit more flexible than some of these other squads because Wolves uh, likes playing offense, but they can track back and play well in transition. They have, I mean, between Neves and Jota, they have midfielders who can and uh, uh, they can also, uh, they can just boss teams in the midfield. So yeah. to me, like uh, Wolves is a is a very interesting squad, uh, and I thought that they uh, they were going to have a, a good matchup uh, today against Southampton, uh, just because of the fact that they they can do a couple of different things that you don't see from a lot of Premier League teams. Uh, and it, 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 showed up again today. Uh, I, 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 really felt as though, uh, they were in, in good shape today because, uh, that Southampton team, you know, if you can get a goal on them, uh, early, uh, they, they shrivel up and, you know, it took a while for Wolves to break them down, but once they got that goal, that second one came within 10 minutes later. So it, it was a good game for Wolves where they, they played composed and they, they got that win, but, uh yeah, I really like uh I really like Wolves you know, just yeah, from the standpoint of like as long as uh, uh guys like uh, Mutinho and Neves and Jota the, the, if that midfield can stay healthy throughout the season, Wolves is going to be in contention to be in the top 7. I I really feel that way about that squad. They, I I really like what they have in terms of a nucleus and it, uh, uh, and they can uh, add uh, to that team later I on. Think-
3: uh, is starting to catch their strike is because he
1: brought over a lot of players is uh, that that West Ham team yeah well the, the thing the thing about Pellegrino is Pellegrino's trying to change the mindset of a negative football club because West Ham had so many things working against them uh, this year from the stadium issues like the fa- like they could say whatever they want. Like, I don't know who approved West Ham. Like, who thought West Ham just outright moving to the London Stadium was a good idea. But, you know, we talked about this before. West Ham is a London club. But they're one of the smallest London clubs. So they're always going to get outshadowed by every other London-based club. So, you know, it doesn't matter who they're playing that's London-based. They're gonna the home fans are gonna get outshadowed by the away fans. That should never happen at a stadium. And that London stadium is so big that guess what? You're you're gonna have your home fans overshadowed because you're a smaller London club than the other teams, and because it's such a large stadium, the fans aren't on top of you. So even if your fans are cheering as loud as they can, they can't impact the other team on the field. They can't make them they can't make them feel nervous at all. It's just a loud stadium. I mean, it's not a loud stadium. It's just a big stadium, so the sound doesn't really go anywhere. It doesn't travel down onto the pitch, so you can't rattle teams. You know what they do? Because Keston told me, because he, he, he lives like a
3: few blocks from the stadium. He tells me they give away the tickets. He doesn't even have to buy tickets. Yes. Yeah, I don't know if they're still doing it, but they, you know, they
1: give and, they as have. as bad as things so, got whole, last year, they kind of need to give away tickets to the fans that they know aren't going to cause any trouble because guess what? Yeah. They, they like so many fans are disgruntled with the uh, with that team and how the how it's being managed. Yeah, they're yelling at the board at, during the stadium games. But that's the problem. It's like when you are a smaller club, you need to have a smaller stadium. They left the bowling grounds because they said they wanted to be a big-time club. But you actually have to put in the money to be a big-time club. You can't just move and say you're a big-time I got, club. I got I got one word for you, Rutgers. <laughs> <laughs> God.
2: Hey, 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 Kelly, Kelly,
1: Ka- Rutgers, Rutgers did not get blown out today, okay? They only lost by, like, 10. So that's, that's like a win in Rutgers' book. Yeah,
3: uh, please. Did you get in? You get him blown up by Buffalo. You know <laughs> yeah please. I don't wanna talk about that. But yeah, but Kevin told me I, I I haven't spoken to him about uh, I keep forgetting to ask him. But he told me he's gonna buy a season ticket. Because the price that he was selling the season tickets for it was such a good deal, he said it's not that he's a he's not a West Ham fan. Yeah. But but what happens is, you see, if he gets the season ticket, then when Manu and Arsenal and them playing, he can get. Yeah, he can, get yeah, it he can go so to those big give games. Away the free tickets, but, 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 but that's the thing. It's, it's like those kind of games, they don't give it away because yeah. they get themselves because the Arsenal fans come in there yes, and have a whole But, that, but,
1: but that's the problem. Yeah. You can't be selling tickets to the opposing fans. You're it the whole team. That, but that's <laughs> what happens you know it, it, ones,
3: it's it's it's, you, so, it, it's, it's so it's so backwards or, or thinking Spurs, and yeah the london teams they 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 get it's a home
1: game for them yeah no but that's what <laughs> but that's what i'm talking because about it's like you can't say it. it's like west ham uh, west ham decided to move to a bigger stadium without actually upgrading their facilities and infrastructure to be a big time club if you're if you're gonna make that investment you have to be willing to spend upwards of three to four hundred million dollars on player personnel and guess what West Ham's budget is still in the once uh, is still in the low 200 range it, it, yeah. you know it, West Ham West Ham still doesn't even have Newcastle's budget yet and, and, like to be perfectly honest like uh, for the amount of talk about Newcastle being cheap West Ham should be lumped in that same grouping with Newcastle. It's just that Newcastle fans are even more boisterous about what what they want their f- football club to be than West Ham fans are.
3: Mm.
1: It's the, the, the worst thing to happen to you. Now,
3: West Ham was always a stepchild. They always was. They've never won anything. You know, they, they had a couple good players played for them because, you know, at the time, the English captain, which was Bobby Moore, he was a West Ham guy in the sixties. He he was the, 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 yeah. the, the leading that West Ham defense. So they yeah, they had a but they have never really won anything, you know. Uh, if you want to do something, then if if you're gonna do if you're gonna build a stadium, then you're gonna have to do what City did because City was the same
1: way. Yeah. Was the kind of step, I want anything. Yeah. No. City. But, what man? Yeah. What? What CFG did was basically use that oil money and buy up an entire infrastructure. So they built up the scouting department. They built up uh, the training grounds. They made Manchester City a place people wanted to come to. That's the thing with these clubs. They have all this Premier League TV money and they pocket the cash. It's, it's it's infuriating it's, with some of these clubs. It's like the old Cubs. It's like
3: Cubs in Kansas City, and then, When, you know, before they started shining a light on them, they would you, they would pocket all the money and had the team bad for years. You know, uh, and 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 now the TV has got so big; they have to spend money on the team because people see what they do because people know they're making money. Yeah, you know, yeah, it it it. it but they tried to do it and it's team. They built a big stadium, but I don't understand how oh, you're going to build a big stadium if the team is not good. The fans is not going to just come there. And, oh. Oh. I don't know what From was looking at. You know. Yeah. You, you, you can't, yeah, I, you can't I, yeah. just build a big From
1: Fromm was but, courting with danger there. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, no. It it it, it, it I, like I said. Oh, that's but, what happened.
3: Yeah. The receiver never made that yeah, He didn't make the, the he, he, he didn't make the, a, he didn't make a break he, on that he one. stopped him from 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 actually getting into that break. So he he never, he never was there. Yeah.
1: Yeah. They 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 tried was, like I said. Oh. Oh, he gonna do. I, honestly I I I thought that receiver gave up on that ball. I think yes. he could, I thought he I thought he could have, I think yes. he easily dives and catches that one. I think if he lands out, he catches
3: that. Yeah. But look, uh, it's right there. Yeah, he he, he didn't uh, he, didn't, he out didn't for it. He didn't locate the ball. Anyway, he never located the ball. Yeah. So he, he 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 didn't track the ball
1: properly. Because, to me, that's a good ball by Fromm. That's a good deep ball. that He should be able to get yeah, that one. He, I, I don't think he would have scored a touchdown with it. No, 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 it, but no. no. But He's not getting he a touchdown, but, like, that, that's and, easily I'm, a 50-yard pass play.
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah, but, uh, yeah, but anyway, like, w- West Ham, like, Pellegrino has so many things working against him that if he can just get that team to a spot where, okay, they can, they can be – like co- uh, close to the top ten by January, and convince the board to open up the wallet and like start bringing in some guys. Maybe West Ham starts turning that thing around to getting back to where they're supposed to be because West Ham I should be. What, a, I think he want what he wants to do
3: is get to a certain point and say, "Look, you see what I'm talking about? If we do this the way I want to do it here, this is what could happen because." Look what happened when he gave me this extra thing here. Look what I did with it. You know. And maybe, you know, but I I, I hope that's what he does because, you know, it uh, and he doesn't do like um, the the Bronx in Cincinnati because you know they they they've been making money, you know, since when they got that increase in spending. Cincinnati never spend They had like about 90 million to spend. They haven't come close to that no. yet. No, the, Bra- the Browns have been
1: just pocketing Instead money. of doing that. They're they allowed they're allowed the one and 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 them to leave. Yeah, no. They 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 <laughs> they 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 have they, yeah. been drafting better, but then they just let guys walk. That that's that's what I'm talking about. They they Every
3: time they add, they allow a subtraction. So it's like,
0: yeah,
3: mm,
1: they now. Say yeah, they yeah, they, yeah, yeah, like 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 the, yeah. But uh, yeah, it's it's just one of those things where that, that quarterback looks like he he might be injured. Yeah, no, that's what I'm saying. That yeah. that Kelly Bryant, like. Dabo has like if Kelly Bryant isn't even like trying to come back Dabo has to talk to him and get his head straight because to me it, it was dumb for Kelly Bryant to say because uh, we talk about this. Kelly Bryant is not getting into the NFL unless he has a good showing with Clemson. He can go somewhere else and maybe he gets in there but it's like it, it see, see like people talk about so I'll, I'll give you an example. People talk about the, the the graduate transfer rule and how it can benefit some guys. Russell Wilson played baseball and came back to play football. That's why he benefited from it. Normally, like if it's a case where uh, a guy gets uh, replaced, you don't get that second chance. So people like to bring up the fact that Baker Mayfield got replaced by Patrick Mahomes and then was able to walk onto Oklahoma. And have that breakout. That is the one in one thousand case scenario. Like if you're banking on that, I got news for you. I got a bridge to sell you because it's not. It does not happen for most folks. It doesn't work out that way. It actually works in reverse, wherein you fall off the map, and you're in. You're at the bottom of the pecking order because everyone knows you only got one year. So you have to do exactly what they say and how they want it done. And if you don't like it, too bad, because you don't have any other options. That's usually what happens.
3: I, I, I look, I, I, I just laugh when when people give those instances. They always show you that that one guy who did it, and and they never tell you about the fifteen who 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 failed. You know. Yeah. But I, I, I always tell people, quitting is never an answer. So if you get, if even if even if you legitimately feel that you have a case where, you know, I, 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 I should have been replaced, I didn't do anything to lose my job, even if you actually have a case, I never see quitting as the answer. Never see it. You know, and the thing about it is this, okay, Brian leaves, let's say he leaves, he leaves there. What's his resume that some team is going to pick him up? What, what 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 are you showing me that I'm like, oh, I'm so glad that Dwayne leaves. Oh, now we can get him. You don't have that kind of resume.
1: Yeah. No, it, it's
3: just not a... You're
1: not Cam Newton. You, yeah. you don't have that kind of talent. People are well, seeing that in you. Well, that's the thing. It's like... It, but, like, Cam, again, a completely different scenario where Cam wasn't in his last year. Cam was literally about, like, like getting thrown out of the Florida campus uh, even though he was the wonder kid that was supposed to succeed Tebow. Again, a completely different scenario. Kelly Bryant has had a resume of work showing that he wasn't good enough to unseat Deshaun Watson. <laughs> waited out his I, turn.
3: I Look, if Cam Newton... Okay, if Cam Newton was Kelly Bryant, do you think anybody was gonna pick him up? These guys—they they, don't—they don't look at nothing. You—you get a break with those things because you can do certain things.
0: Yeah.
3: You know, you are not like I said—they're not being honest with themselves. I don't know what they see and when they look at the game plan. You're not that good. You have a good team. You have a good defense around you. You have pretty good offense. So things move okay. But you're not that good, you know. Yeah.
1: Yeah.
3: Yeah. As you, as as you call Tito, that that's another guy. who insisted that that he is going to be a quarterback, and he never was good enough to play in the NFL. You know when when
1: when when you're just Kelly you're just you're just getting brainwashed by the media Callie. you're getting brainwashed by the media. Tebo <laughs> Tebo me Te, 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 you... was good enough to play. The media was just holding him back because of his religion. <laughs> Look, let me tell you something.
3: I always just remember
1: that playoff game that he won against
3: Pittsburgh. The fluke. <laughs> it's the most. It's the dumbest
1: cornerback play I've ever seen from the Steelers. But but again on uh, 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 that last play. But again, the reason why the Steelers were so in disarray with that play was because their starting uh, their, their starting safety couldn't play because he had yeah. Yeah, he had well, the sickle that, cell. The, so he the, couldn't the, play the, with the, his the, the
3: the the
1: breathing thing. Yeah, he couldn't play in mile high. Okay. So, yeah, the secondary was always going to be screwed up for that game. Uh-huh. So, you know, look. I mean, but that's the thing. It's like when Ryan, when Ryan Clark was, like, unable. I mean, now he's on ESPN, but he talks about it. It's like he couldn't play in Denver. So, like, again. When he, when you are missing your starting strong safety, and he is like the linchpin of calling out the coverages, and you have a bunch of blown coverages, guess what? It's a case of hey, we didn't have our signal caller, and we blew a bunch of coverages. <laughs> uh, but
3: but you know, I I I I always tell people you know. I was never scared if, if my team is playing Tebow because he's not that good a quarterback. He wasn't good. Yeah. You know, it's college, yeah, but it's not 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 for the pros.
1: Yeah, it could you play a different beast. Yeah.
3: People like to forget. Um. Um. Oh my God, I forget he's, a, he's a, he played guard for the Knicks. Um, Charlie Ward. The, huh? Charlie Ward. Ward. He was a Heisman winner. Yeah. He was a Heisman winner. But he never never thought he was going to the NFL. He always had his thing set to go college because he wasn't good enough to play college, to play NFL football. Yeah.
1: You know? Please. Anyway, Callie, uh, while while I got you on the line here, I want to go through uh, the NFL slate uh, tomorrow for uh, uh, the pick selection. So... Uh, Obviously, we had the the shootout out in L.A. Uh, Once again, the Rams fans were drowned out by the Vikings fans. Uh, You know, I I can't wait for this stadium to get built and for all the L.A. teams to have fewer fans than the opposing squad because uh, time and again, history has proven that L.A. is not the market for most of these teams. But, you know...
3: It's not it's not a football market. It's a place you know look. You know what LA suffers from all year round? Good weather. Happens in New York in the summer. (laughs) There's a lot of different things to do, especially now with the internet and all of that. So it's it's and they they never you don't grow football fans. I'm waiting to see this Vegas thing. I, I, I'm, I'm really I, waiting yeah. to see if this Vegas thing is go, gonna gonna take hold. Now, you know, I know places like Miami had a lot of transplanted New Yorkers and thing, and so people grew up liking football and stuff. So things would, would always flow down there because you had fans. They move from coal. Places to, 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 to Miami, but LA's has always been like that. It's the beach. It's this. People not they ne- they have never been that way. Don't get carried away with the forum with, with, with Magic
1: and them and the show. and that's in the afternoon. Yeah, no, they like it, it, L, LA for the Lakers is different. It's a different atmosphere because again, it's you know basketballs. A, people forget about this. Basketball, a shorter game, you you don't have tailgating, you don't have the, the whole day experience that you have to commit to for football. It's a completely different beast. And also, the other thing for NBA games, weeknights. So you're just coming off work and you're just going. Sundays, people in LA want to go outside because they have to go to work. It's like in the Northeast, we don't care about that because half the time the weather ain't great, so you go to the bar, you go to the game, you're fine. In L.A., they want to go out and surf and do all these other things. It doesn't work. The beach the beach kills you. But you
3: really think young people are going to line up to go in a football stadium when they can go to the beach and surf? That's a winter in, in L.A., it's like that all year long. That's the problem. We look in the summer when it's the height of the summer. All the the sports suffer a little bit. Yeah. Football suffers a little bit. Uh, you know, basketball suffers a little bit. You know, the ratings always go down because people are doing other things. Yeah. Some people are going out of town. They're going on a long trips. You know, Memorial weekend. You know, Fourth of July weekend, people are doing this, you know. So, it, yeah, you, you get a drop in the ratings, but that's only for like three months. You understand? Know the the other nine months, it's cold, and people they all they don't go out. You see? So that's that's what LA suffers with. All the time. You know,
1: they suffer with that all the time. Hey, Throwdown Nation. Are you at the bottom of your fantasy league wondering what is going on with your quarterback? Well, I think I've got a new show that may just fit the bill for you. The show is called Celebrity QB, featuring four time Super Bowl champion coach Charlie Weiss. Unlike other football shows, you'll get the inside scoop on all things quarterbacks to get your burning questions answered, such as is this the year Tom Brady finally looks his age? Can Aaron Rodgers actually play a full season on one healthy leg? And can Dak Prescott actually lead the Cowboys to a Super Bowl in spite of Jerry Jones? Coach Weiss and co host Steve Stroud have got you covered on all things quarterbacks. Listen now on Apple Podcasts or any major media platform. Celebrity QB, everyone's favorite position. So, anyway, uh, yeah, just getting into some of these other games. Uh, well, 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 well we, so we can uh, wrap up soon. But uh, in the early games, we, we got Cincinnati going to Atlanta. You know, Atlanta just coming back from that over, uh, like they, they lost that overtime game uh, at New Orleans. I actually like the Bengals here, mainly because Atlanta's defense can't cover anyone. And last time I checked, the, the Bengals, as much of a screw-up as they are, uh, the Bengals still have a potent enough offense that at five and a half as an underdog, dog, uh, I would still say that the, the Bengals are in a good position uh, to do some damage. Because, uh, you know, overall, uh, the Bengals, uh, again, good offense. Defense is better than Atlanta's. I actually like the Bengals uh, to not only cover, but I actually think the Bengals can win on the road. Not that I have any faith in the Bengals, but you know, uh, Atlanta's defense has shown that it can't cover anyone. Even if they wanted to cover someone, they can't do it.
3: That is one thing, and to me, Atlanta is still having that offensive that that offensive problem they have. They, they, you know, that potent offense that they had with.
1: i calling the plays. Oh yes, well, Sark. Sark uh, we uh, we talked about this a little last week, and, and I and I continue to say this about Sark. Sark from 20 to 20 is great. It's when he actually has to get from the 20 to the end zone that's the issue. Uh, you know, they can use they last week. They were able to get Calvin Ridley involved in the red zone because all the attention was being paid to Julio Jones. But again, the Saints are terrible in the slot. Uh, it's one of the reasons why, we'll get to the Giants later, but it's one of the reasons why I think the Giants have a chance of still uh, keeping this one pretty close against the Saints is because Sterling Shepard should have a very good game tomorrow afternoon. Uh, I I think it's a a very, very deep weakness for the Saints that Atlanta was able to exploit last week. Cincinnati's a lot better defending the slot uh, than Atlanta, uh, than, uh, than uh, the the Saints were, so I don't think Ridley's going to go off uh, tomorrow. So I actually like it. I like Cincinnati's chances. Uh, you know, even though it's on the road, it, you know, Atlanta hasn't really shown that it's uh, enough of a of a place where. And this is one of the other things I, I say about Atlanta, because I heard this uh, I heard I heard this, uh, and I like Chris Carter, and like most things, he he's pretty on point about. But he was talking about Atlanta and Mercedes-Benz Stadium that it's not hostile enough for opposing teams. And I've heard fans in that stadium for soccer matches in Mercedes-Benz Stadium, that same stadium, break uh, noise records and attendance records. To me, it's not about the stadium. This is all about the Atlanta uh, Falcons fan base. It's a very fair-weather fan base that doesn't get loud and when things go south for the team, they get quiet real quick. So Because they, they're expecting the worst. Yes. History. So it's like it's one of those matchups where it's like if Cincinnati can get on the board early and actually have good success, they got a shot at winning that one outright. So I actually like the Bengals here. So yeah, uh,
3: because, yeah, uh, because Atlanta was horrible under Mike Smith. With, with, you know, losing games and not being able to score, and then they 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 they, they, they had that great year when they bounced back and they went to the, the the to the Super Bowl and found the way to blow it,
1: and to me they haven't recovered from that. Yeah, yeah, no, all all, all very true. I haven't seen them. All very true. Alright, moving on, we got the Jets playing Jacksonville in Jacksonville. Uh, The line's 7.5 in favor of Jacksonville. This is one of those matchups where I don't know what to expect out of Blake Bortles. Uh, And because of that, the Jets have a chance to cover this as an underdog. Just from the standpoint of the defense can keep the Jets in it as long as Sam Darnold doesn't do anything reckless. And the Jets' play calling has been so conservative. You know, I I love Jets fans, and their uh, just overwhelming enthusiasm for Sam Darnold without actually recognizing the fact that Darnold hasn't actually had to do anything yet that an NFL quarterback should be able to do. Because Darnold doesn't throw down the field. He doesn't throw out routes. He doesn't really throw any passes that would typically be in danger of getting picked off by defenders because uh, Jeremy Bates is so conservative with the play calling that they they literally have him in styrofoam wrap and they just rely on the run game to salt away games and people blame Todd Bowles. Now, it could be Todd Bowles telling Jeremy Bates not to be aggressive with the play calling. But we talked about this before. The Jets, you know, if the Jets were serious about being a playoff team this year, they should have kept Teddy Bridgewater and actually opened up the playbook so that you can run the offense the way it's supposed to be run. Because right now Roddy uh, Roddy Anderson has no role on that team and Quincy Nunwa is basically become the king of catching four yard passes. Yeah. I, I, I don't know. I, I the death is very confusing
3: to me because I I well you know me, I was never in favor of look. Buffalo throw the the, the, the the rookie quarterback
1: in there because to me, be Buffalo, if I was Buffalo, I would always start the rookie because... Well, it, it, it's it's either start the rookie or play Nathan Peterman again. Nathan and no one, one wants to see Nathan Peterman ever again. He's
3: not a again. CFL quarterback. He's not a CFL quarterback. So, you know, he's not an NFL quarterback. So you you basically, as long as you kept him there, you got rid of Tyra Taylor, you didn't bring in anybody else, you kept beat them on, which means you want to start the rookie because there's nothing there. So you, that's that that's, you your plan. So if it's like that, and that's what we're going to do, and we say, look, we might get beat up this year, but we're going to give him the experience and whatever, okay, I, I'm all for that if you're doing that. But if you can avoid that, if you can avoid that, I would do it at any cost. it's only because guys like, like Peyton Manning and Troy Aikman and them was really, really good guys and they had really strong character that they didn't wilt like like Carr. Because, I mean, Troy Aikman got, almost got killed in, in him. You know, everybody always looks at Dan Marino, and Dan Marino just came in and just started zipping it. But it's like you said, they always talk about that one, and they never look at all the others yeah.
1: that, that fail. It's like you know. so many so many more quarterbacks have failed starting out as rookies when they were rushed into it than have actually succeeded. And everyone always seems to, like, have amnesia about it. I never, I never could understand how folks... Just tell it, just tell it I did. If I was getting a hundred dollars for every time that happened, yeah, they're yeah, driving a Yeah, I mean, it's just <laughs> it's know, like there's t- it's crazy. But you know, part, part of it, part of it is, is, that the NFL season tends to be so short that people just forget how bad some guys end up uh, becoming because they got rushed too early. It's like it's not it's not a secret. That, like. You know, rushing a QB too early is the worst thing you can do for your franchise because it can set you back five years. Now, basically, what they now what teams tell themselves is because of these new rookie contracts, oh, don't worry, it's only going to set us back three years. Well, guess realistically, if you did your job right, you should never get set back in the first place because if you did it your job right, you would have an established veteran in place and you would set up your team. To get, but like these teams are so cost focused on the contract about what they're gonna have to pay these guys, they don't actually look at the long term effects of. Oh wait a second, uh, what if we completely? What if we did get the guy right, but we screwed him up developmentally, and that we gave him the money anyway, but now he's not where he should have been because we screwed him up starting out. That's the problem. Yeah, you know, it, 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 it Because guess what? That's what's happening to Derek Carr right now. Derek Carr got the like get, Derek Carr got thrown out there by the Raiders multiple times when he was injured, and now you're starting to see the effects of he started to compromise some of the fundamentals that he should have had in place, and started becoming more of a gunslinger. And now all, all he does is do gunslinger stuff, and it doesn't work in the NFL. Uh, it is, you know.
3: The they, they, I I look, the Jets had two veteran quarterbacks there. They could either keep going with Magnon, or play Teddy Bridgewater because he was playing good. You traded him for a third-round pick just so that you could start your rookie. Why? Why you want to do that? He looked good All enough. You always hold on to your chips. You don't he, push them in the middle of the table. He, look, he looked
1: good them. enough to run the most basic offense that we had from the preseason. It's it, crazy. It, but you again, don't have a good line. But again, I, I, I that that's why I laugh at some of these teams. But let, 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 let's keep it moving because uh, I, the less said about Jacksonville's offense, the better. We know their defense is going to do well. It's just a matter of how the Jets can manage it. I think if the Jets can, like, avoid the, the turnovers. problem
3: with Jacksonville, if they have a few more games, like the one they lost last week, you might start hearing noise over there because that team is expecting to go
1: to the Super Bowl. Hey, it, it, listen. And with that defense, they should. Listen, that, that defense already backed Blake Bortles, so they can't walk it back now and say, oh, well, we need the offense to step up. They already backed Blake Bortles. Huh? Because they got asked oh. that question repeatedly by folks saying, why don't you guys get a quarterback? And they kept backing up Blake Bortles. So, yeah. to me, they don't, oh. the, the Jacksonville doesn't really have much of a leg to stand on. Like, Coughlin already made his bed. Uh, the Jacksonville players already made their beds. Like, they're going to ride with Blake Bortles right into the, uh, right into the canyon. But the problem I'm seeing with them is that the Giants
3: made a couple different plays here or there the
1: Giants beat them in week 1. Yeah. They were they,
3: they okay. were they were very they close to
0: losing that game against the Giants.
1: The yeah, they were but close to losing that game. Last game. Week,
0: yeah.
3: You got to be kidding me. You got to be kidding me with that game
1: last week.
3: Yeah. So, you you telling me that you hold that team down
1: that much. He's, he he complete But, but Callie, but Cali, I've, I I've talked about this before with teams. And New England, I don't know why they got away from the game plan, but the game plan for Blake Bortles is you keep a, uh, a linebacker there to spy on him and you force him to be a quarterback. You don't let him and be an athlete. Yeah, but New England don't
3: have a defense to do
1: that yeah. this year. Yeah, but, but that's the thing. It's like even an <laughs> average NFL defense should be able to have one, Q, uh, one quarterback, uh, I mean, one linebacker to spy on the quarterback and just let him actually force him to be a quarterback and not an athlete. And if you force Blake Bortles to be a quarterback and, and not an athlete, you're you're gonna win that matchup seven out of ten times. That, that that's just yeah. the way it is.
3: Because yeah, because last week he was completing all those passes, but was for like four yards here, a three yards there, a thing out in the flap, and he couldn't get to do those those big scrambles. He couldn't get to do that. They didn't allow him to do that. That's how they lose that game. Yeah. Again, because that Tennessee defense is. It's pretty it's pretty 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 good, you know. Yeah. So it, it, you know, the outbend and wasn't doing much, but it, you know Jacksonville wasn't doing anything either. Yeah. So so Tennessee made a couple of plays and that was
1: it. Yeah. So let's get to uh Dallas uh hosting Detroit. Uh Dallas is three and a half point favorites over Detroit. Detroit coming off of the big Sunday night win against the Patriots. I, I look at this as game and I say this is the week that uh, Ezekiel Elliott gets twenty five to thirty carries this game and just runs uh, runs the tar out of the ball because you know Detroit Detroit showed that they have some semblance of a defense uh, they I, I mean you know what you have with Stafford if you put pressure on Stafford you're gonna win more often than not uh, New England just couldn't do uh, do any of that. Uh, which is what you talked about. Like, they don't have the defense to put pressure on a quarterback. But to me, if Dallas just runs the offense through Ezekiel Elliott, which any normal-thinking person would do, I mean, Elliott is only averaging uh, 15 carries a game so far this year. It doesn't even make any sense why he's less than that when you built the entire team around your offensive line. You
3: know what's happening with Dallas? With, um... Which the Giants never got to do because the, the, the Giants' offensive line was so bad that Dallas defense basically won the game for them. The problem with, with Dallas this year, if you stack that box and stop Elliott.
1: But th- that's the thing, though. You really <laughs> it, don't have nobody to throw that but ball but, to. but see, here's the thing, though. Technically, yeah. normally that would work, stacking the box. But if you, but I look, went through the numbers of Dallas running the football. He's been even with the box stacked. He's still averaging over four yards of carry. So, yeah, yeah. so to me, it's like this is yeah. one of the most nonsensical things. Even with the box stacked, they can't stop mm. that. Uh, they can't stop Ezekiel from running the uh, the ball. So to me, the answer is you keep pounding the rock. The defense is not going to want to tackle him come the fourth quarter if you run him. 25 times coming into the fourth quarter that fourth quarter he is going to go ballistic uh the, the problem I have with that
3: game is I have no idea what Detroit team is going to
1: show up oh well there they, they, there there are no guarantees in the NFL and Detroit is one of the biggest hallmarks of that one I, if Detroit I, if Detroit I plays I with the if Detroit plays with with seventy five percent of the effort they showed on Sunday, they go into Dallas and win that game. The the thing is, I'm pretty confident that that Detroit team that showed up against the Jets Week One, it's a lot closer to what the Lions actually are as an overall team. Because they look so bad
3: against them and against San Francisco too, because you know they you know the Forty Nine ers able to move up and down the field as they wanted.
1: Oh yeah. No. Well, that's the thing. I I, I think oh. that there there has been there have been two uh, there have been basically one and a half full games of the Detroit Lions being abjectly awful, and a, and only one game of them being a very good team. I think that they're somewhere in the middle where they're going to be hit or miss the entire season. I I look I look at this and I say Dallas gets their act together. And give Zeke the ball. So that's why I, I gotta take Dallas to win. And I also think that they're gonna cover three and a half. Uh, it's the it's the one thing I'll, I'll say about Dallas is that there's been so much talk about Zeke getting the football that I e- even even a tone deaf coach like Jason Garrett has to realize Zeke has to touch the ball no less than thirty times tomorrow. I I I'd be shocked if he doesn't. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Uh, so, So, uh, I mean, in terms of some of the other matchups, you got uh, uh, Philly playing Tennessee. Uh, Honestly, no idea where this one's going to go because no one has actually been able to see Marcus Mariota actually throw a football for more than 20 yards. So I have to take Philly there because even though uh, Carson Wentz looked pretty rusty last week, I mean, the Titans don't have a quarterback right now. They they already had Richard Matthews quit on the team and get cut. Uh, Tennessee's got a lot of issues on that offense. Uh, if uh, if again Mariota doesn't show any improvement, and the fact that uh, guess what, Matt Castle got, uh, I mean, uh, uh, Blaine Gabbert got knocked out of the game. Tennessee doesn't have anyone. So th- th- they're... Blaine, Blaine Gabbert
3: got knocked
1: out while he was playing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, j- because he was, yeah, they,
3: It looked the
1: same way when he was healthy or when he was sick. That's another guy that's not an NFL quarterback, you know. Yeah, so, I mean, you you got that matchup. You got Green Bay hosting Buffalo. I'm putting it out there right now. I, I say the fact that Minnesota got caught looking ahead. Buffalo is not really an NFL team that's capable of winning four games this year. Because I saw Josh Allen play, and from what I saw, that looked like a guy who needs another year on the bench. He should not be playing NFL games right now. It's only because Peterman is that bad, and the Bills are that lackadaisical in organization that they can't call a guy like Kaepernick to quarterback their team as bad as they are. It's ridiculous. There's no way this Buffalo team, It's even as 10.5-point underdogs, I can take them seriously because of the but, fact that they don't but have. T- other guys out there. There are plenty of guys it's out there.
3: What there's other guys out there. I, I, you know, and I guess because they're in New York, they're just as stupid as the just they, They're going to go crazy over that performance that, that he put down there Sunday. But, I mean, you, you saw a Minnesota team. If, if he pays the Minnesota team, that played
1: Thursday night they get blown out yeah no they, they, that, the, defense, that that they that, that they, 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 the the game Thursday the, the, the game Thursday night validated my response to that game on Sunday that Minnesota just was completely unprepared to play foo- a yeah, football yeah, game on yeah, Sunday so the Thursday night game. yeah they they were, they were completely so the unprepared um, we just going to go and
3: play this game and then they, they, to to
1: them. Yeah, so I gotta take Green Bay there. I think they win by three touchdowns, not just two. I think they win by three. Uh, so they're coming,
3: they're Green Bay's coming off a lot.
1: Yeah, I think. On a tight game. They, 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 they need
3: to be. They need to get going. Yeah, no, I, I think
1: Aaron Rodgers has a big day tomorrow. I, I, I look, I look at, I look at Green Bay. And I think they win big. Uh, so uh, you got the Colts hosting the Texans. Sooner or later, Deshaun Watson's got to get going. But the 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 bigger issue I see here with this game is you got two injured quarter uh, two quarterbacks come back from injury. Which uh, which coach is actually going to let their quarterback play? Because uh the Colts seem afraid of letting Andrew Luck throw the ball deep, and the Texans seem to be afraid of letting Deshaun Watson scramble out of the pocket. Uh, so you know sooner or later something's got to give with these teams. Uh, the Colts got to get a little less conservative, and the Texans have got to open things up for Deshaun Watson. Part of his uh, ability to play is the fact that he has to be able to create plays and create plays down the field. And, yeah, you're always going to take a risk with Deshaun Watson. You know, if the Texans are serious about making the playoffs this year, they got to win this game. There's no question about it. You're 0-3. You got to win this game. There's, There is no tomorrow, basically, for the Texans. They got to win this game. It's a game they should win. Yeah. If you're a playoff team, you should be able to beat Indianapolis. Indy is a team that's trying to figure out what they are. They're trying to get back to respectability. The Texans are proclaiming themselves to be a potential playoff team and the team that's going to win the AFC South, rather. they got to win this game. If you want to challenge Jacksonville, you got to win this game.
3: Yeah. I, I, you know, I, they, 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 they the, the Texans should
1: win that game. They should be one on three Yeah. At the, at the end of the day tomorrow. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So we got Tampa going to Chicago. So do we get a little more Fitzmagic or has the, the has the well run dry? Because I think that with that Bears defense, the well's, the well is about, is about to go belly up.
3: Uh you know I I I you know you know me and I he's another guy you don't know who's gonna show up because even uh one of the commentators was saying that the other day. He could throw a pick straight comes down and then he could come back and throw a seven straight pick. That's that's how he is and uh, it's He's a journeyman for a reason. Yeah. You know, he's been with every team. He never stays long. Uh, there's a reason for these things, and you know, I I have no idea. You know, I the the, the problem I have with that game is that Sabisky is not really. You know you know, like I, I was listening to uh, go um go Wingo and Wingo was saying you know the the the, the, the management in Chicago
1: uh, they gotta watch it because the management in Chicago should be Homes play. the, the, the management so in the Chicago should be on, on the, the hot team. seat to take Mahomes are there. Mahomes he and Watson. And they, not, there. not not just Mahomes. Mahomes and Watson. <laughs> yeah, you know you can't. They, they came out you. You didn't
3: have to give a pick
1: against those guys. You gave a pick against this guy, and he doesn't seem to be improving for me. Here's my thing with Mitchell I Trubisky. Don't know. I don't. And, want, and, I don't. I don't. I uh, Really showing me where he's making that. You, you know, you know who, uh, you know who Trubisky reminds me of, and this is not a flattering compa- uh, comparison, but th- this is the same. This is the say- what's that? Dalton? Uh, wh- wh- who'd you say there?
3: <laughs> no,
1: I think you're saying Andy Dalton. No, 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 no. The, not, not even Dalton. Because no, I, I think that would be an insult to Dalton. He, he, here's the guy that uh, Trubisky reminds me of. Trubisky because he didn't he only played a handful of games at quarterback in college he was a converted player uh, and converted late in his college career in his senior year to be a quarterback the only other guy that the, the guy who reminds me most of that who did that is Ryan Tannehill because Tannehill was at A and M uh, Trubisky was at North Carolina they converted from from a, being uh, from being tight ends and receivers into being quarterbacks and the, you know th- through you know, NFL geniuses decided that these converted uh, guys who became QBs for only one year decided to give them uh, uh, first-round pick money to these guys, thinking that their their talent is going to develop and that they're going to be these great QBs. Sometimes in the QB position, the reason why a guy wasn't a QB is because he didn't learn the fundamentals to be a QB, and that's why he wasn't playing a QB all the time. To me, Tannehill and Trubisky are two sides of the same coin. I think in two years, Trubisky is going to be exactly where Tannehill is—a guy that no one knows who's going to show up week to week. And yeah. so, and because of that, Chicago should be kicking themselves all the time. The Bears fans have a right to be pissed off with the management because the management screwed up. If you watch, if you watch the actual throwing mechanics of Trubisky, Mahomes, and Watson, you would swear that Trubisky was the guy uh, who was picked last out of those three players. Because Trubisky's throwing motion is, like, I don't care what they say, his throwing motion, when you see the ball come out of his hand, they look like wobbling ducks more often than not. He does not have a, a, a spiral or a tight fastball. It's like, it, it's one of those things where it's like, You'd swear he was like the mobile quarterback that they kind of figured out, okay, well, we'll, we'll use a late-round, first-round pick on him. If you told me he was the number two pick in the draft, I'd say you got a GM who you probably should be fired. Yeah, and he he misses a lot of
3: shows. And I, I, I'm not seeing where he's making that, that, that step up. You know,
1: I, I'm I'm not seeing it. I'm yeah, not seeing it, it, it's 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 not it's not a, it's not a good look for Trubisky because this was a big year for him, and right now he has the same throwing issues that we attribute with guys like Tannehill and guys like Bortles. It's the reason why their teams you never know what to expect out of them week to week because you got a quarterback who has difficulty executing technical throws. It's like the the throw the throw pattern uh, the the uh, route patterns that some receivers uh, run in the NFL. These quarterbacks cannot throw them consistently. That's the reason why the play calling has to be modified to accommodate for them. It, it you know it, it it's just a fact. I mean it. And, and to be honest, if there were more quarterbacks that were more technically proficient. Guess what? Like, uh, we've had Eli Manning for over, over well over a decade. The reason why Eli can still stay in the league, even though he has no mobility whatsoever, Eli can make every single throw on a football field. A lot of these quarterbacks that are playing uh, games tomorrow, they can't say the same thing. Because I got I got a number of quarterbacks uh, that we're spotlining tomorrow that can't th- make some of those throws.
3: No. That that's the that's the problem. They're not they're not able to make those look. Let me tell you something. When you watch that game Thursday night, and and you watch some of the throws that Cousins made and some of the throws that Goff made, you know those touch throws where you know yeah. they're dropping it right over the. Oh uh, please! The like so, so, Oh god! Here. Some of
1: these quarterbacks. Oh god! They'd be flubbed so horribly. Forget it. No, some of these quarterbacks would flub those throws so horribly, forget it.
3: Yeah, they can't make those throws. That's the problem. You know. So it's 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 one of the one of the things I think, you know, and, and like 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 Tim was saying like like Wingo was saying, you know, they gave up these picks to move up to pick him and they left those other quarterbacks on the table there. Yeah. So you're going gonna to have to justify that because, you know, Kelly, uh, I, I, got, I got news for you. Kelly, uh, c- I got news for you. That, that
1: train has already yeah, left so, the station. You know. We've been calling that, that, that draft day decision one of the dumbest moves in the last 10 years. The train has already left the station, and it ain't coming back. There's no... Like Trubisky would have to win a Super Bowl convincingly to ever justify his pick. That's just the way it is. And like I said, I think in two years he's going to be in the exact same position as Tannehill, a guy we have no idea why he's still a starting QB in the NFL, other than other than the fact that the team doesn't want to uh, uh, spend money on actually finding a quality QB. That's it.
3: It's it's it's. it's, uh... Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah,
1: so uh, let's move on to the final marquee matchup of the early afternoon games for 1 p.m. You got the Dolphins, the three and O Dolphins, quarterback by Ryan Tannehill, uh, uh, going to New England. I'll be perfectly blunt: New England's a seven and a half point favorite. Uh, you know what? You can make this line ten. New England's going to win this game because Bill Belichick, as bad as that defense looks. They know exactly what they have to do against Tannehill. They know exactly what they have to do against Tannehill because he can't he can't throw deep routes efficiently. If you get him off his spot, he will make mistakes. He can't throw short uh, he can't throw intermediate routes. Uh, so the only things he can do are throw short routes to uh, short routes to uh, the wide receiver screens or uh, dropping off to uh, the running backs. And then throwing deep bombs and floating up in the air, New England's going to play their matchup zone. They're they're going to uh, tighten up in the middle of the field, so he, he d- won't have those easy uh, throwing lanes to go to. Because that's the reason why they were able to get back in the game against the Raiders is the fact that the Raiders just like had multiple brain lapses on defenses uh, in that in that second half. I I I, 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 like I I just like New England overall. I I just. I don't trust a single thing I've seen out of Miami this year. I, I, I consider them very fortunate to be 3-0, it, and I know they're limited at quarterback. It's,
3: it's the it's the weakest 3-0 that, that I've ever seen. They're 3-0. I I not even realize that they were 3-0. They don't look like a 3-0 team. I haven't seen any of the games that made me think that they, they should be 3-0, but hey, you know.
1: Yeah, we're, 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 we're the, uh, we'll see how they Callie, when you play the Titans, the Jets, and the Raiders, that's how you get the 3-0. Mm-hmm. So I'm taking New England. Mm-hmm. I have no reservations about this pick. You know, uh, even with the issues New England has right now, they will get it sorted out, and they know Miami very well. If this was If this game was in Miami... I would have more trepidation about taking the the Patriots because the Patriots do not respond well to those hot weather games where it's very humid. This being up in Foxborough plays right in the hands of the Patriots. I'm taking the Patriots with confidence. Mm. So so moving on to the afternoon games, we got uh, the Browns with Baker Mayfield going to the Raiders, the winless Raiders, the Raiders that John Gruden keeps talking about. He wishes they had a pass rush. Despite the fact that he's the one who traded Khalil Mack, you know, there's so many negative stories coming out of Oakland. I actually like the Browns here. Not because of anything Baker Mayfield's going to do, just because I think that this Raiders team is about one or two games away from a full on players only meeting mutiny against Gruden. Because, like, because the, the, uh, Amari Cooper's not getting targeted. The defense is uh, giving up leads. The offense hasn't really looked all that sharp. You know, this is just one of those games where I don't like anything coming out of the Raiders camp right now.
3: Well, the, the problem I have with the Raiders is they got to show me how they lost that game last week. Because they had that game won. And for some reason... They end up losing that game, uh, and I, I, I don't understand how. You know, because th- you know that that defense just can't stop anybody. You know, I mean, you 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 allow Daniel to look like Joe Montana, so I. that Cleveland team so far they haven't played a bad game for me. They've lost two games because the kicker lost them the game.
1: Yeah.
3: You just know that team playing pretty good. They they have a pretty solid defense and the offense is not bad. They're actually scoring points. They just lost the game because, you know, he he failed to make like three kicks in the first game and he failed
1: to miss the the make kicks at the end of the last game. He missed the field goal. He missed his extra point. Yeah. You know. Yeah. That, that, I, yeah. Yeah. Zane, uh, Zane, Zane Gonzalez thing. got cut. Uh, but yeah, I, I I completely see your point there. I, I just I I like overall Cleveland's overall team makeup. I like I like it far more than what I've seen out of the Raiders so far this year because the Raiders have shown that they can get out to a good good start in the first quarter. And then from the first quarter on, they start losing games. So it's like the first quarter is their best quarter. And then as the game ratchets up and you see defensive adjustments being made and offensive adjustments being made, the Raiders can't keep up with their team. So to me, it, it's like, you see how Cleveland starts out this game. Unless they get in a huge hole, I actually like Cleveland here. Because to me, the Raiders show that they don't hold up throughout the course of a game. Mm. All right, so the other afternoon matchup, you got Seattle and Arizona. Uh, this one's ugly, uh, so I'll spend as little time on it as possible. Uh, you know, you got Arizona playing uh, with Josh Rosen because Sam Bradford is scared of that offensive line giving up a, a, a blown assignment and getting him killed. So Arizona's just going to throw out Josh Rosen to the Wolves. Uh, Seattle's offensive line hasn't been good. You know, even close to adequate, but you know it's better than Arizona's offensive line. I got to take the C- uh, Seahawks here, even uh, even though Arizona's at home. Uh, just from the standpoint of y- Arizona's throwing out a rookie because they they're already kind of throwing their hands up in the air because they don't know what's wrong with the team, other than the fact that you know they didn't put in any money to the offensive line other than Pew and. Uh, The defensive line is uh, mediocre at best. So it's like I kind of throw my hands up in the air at this game because there's not a whole lot to talk about here. Uh, Moving on, you got San Francisco uh, going to L.A. The, The 49er season is over. I mean, Garoppolo's blown out his knee. Uh, uh, you know, C.J. Bethard's in the uh, is gonna start tomorrow. Beathard is the epitome of a checkdown quarterback. He actually set the record for most pass completions to a running back or tight end less than ten yards uh, for a QB in a season. Uh, he, he he and he didn't even start the full season le- last year. Remember, like Garoppolo started like the last five games of the year. So uh, yeah, so Beathard. Did that r- broke that record in uh, in less than twelve games, which is saying something. I I mean, you know, he just doesn't throw the ball. I, no. I, I mean, I don't know what else you to do. He doesn't throw the
3: ball. He can't throw the ball. <laughs> he's 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 right up there with
1: some of
3: those guys that I see are not really NFL quarterbacks. You guess what? They are a guy get injured and they play. You can't be telling me
1: you're starting these guys. They're not. They're not starting quarterback. You know. Yeah. So I I just find it, you know, even with the Chargers being ten and a half point favorites, I, I can't take I can't take San Francisco seriously here. Uh, it's just it's just one where even though the Chargers will have no fans in the stands, the Forty ers will have some fans in the stands. It's gonna be one of the lowest attended games of the, of the year, but it, you know. Again, I, I just don't see where the 49ers go from here because the whole plan was they gave Jimmy G the money because they built the franchise around him, and now he ain't there. So it, it, it's kind of back to square one because they don't have a plan B. Do
0: you
1: see him better to him? Is that a plan i <laughs> yeah, I'm not even sure he would qualify as a plan G, let, 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 let alone plan B. <laughs> Oh my goodness! Yeah, I, I mean, it, it's it's really it's really saying something when I, I I honestly was thinking to myself, you know, out of all the places because we know we know Kaepernick can't go back to San Francisco because you know the ownerships not going to want him back. But um, uh, hold on one second, Kelly. Yeah, so I mean, basically, if if I'm being perfectly honest with uh like my assessment here you know a team like San Francisco as ridiculous as it sounds that would be the kind of spot where I could see Johnny Manziel ending up at because they don't have any other options and they just need someone that can create something and I know they aren't going to go to cap but it's like there are so many other QBs that they should be trying out the fact that they're retread, uh, tr- uh, like throwing out uh, trying out retreads like Kellen Clemens, T.J. Yates, guys who cannot play football and just sit in the pocket and check it down, it you know the game has evolved to the point where they actually have to start thinking about this. So I, I'm, I'm I'm a little disappointed because like I thought Shanahan and uh, and uh, oh god why am I blanking on his name? Um, the GM uh, he was the he was the Broncos safety for all those years so uh, John um oh god Lynch, Lynch, Lynch. Uh, yeah John Lynch uh, I, I thought they would have been a lot more forward-thinking when the Garoppolo injury happened that they would have actually tried to be a little bit more aggressive with some of the replacements uh, replacements that they're trying to uh, bring in to quarterback the team because Beathard again like I said is check down Charlie so to me, San Francisco's going to pack in this season and try to get a top draft pick, in my opinion. Because all, all that showed me was, you know, they don't believe that without Garoppolo, they, they have any chance of competing. So they're they're just going to pack it in and, and go for a high draft pick. And Bethard will certainly give them that because he ain't winning too many games.
3: Yeah, I'm, I'm, I think um. Sherman is out
1: for a while too. Yeah, yeah, Sherman's going to miss a couple of weeks too, so. Uh, again, no, nothing really good coming out of San Francisco.
3: Mm.
1: Yeah. So, and and the main um, the Americas game of the week on Fox, uh, it's going to be our Giants hosting the Saints. Uh, Giants are home underdogs at three and a half points. I look at this game and I say to, and I say to myself, the Saints should win this game, just because they have so many offensive weapons and the Giants still have a bunch of injuries. On uh, throughout that defense, because uh, there's still no. Uh, yeah, it looks like Olivier Vernon the- is still going to miss yet another game for the Giants. Uh, yeah, it's like I don't know where the Giants are going to be able to find a pass rush to really give the Saints a whole lot of trouble. Yeah, yeah,
3: they, they, they the Giants are still. The Giants are still uh,
1: having problems on on, on that defense. Yeah, so, I mean, again, it's just a bunch of injuries. Eli Apple is still going to be out. Uh, I mean, the Giants should be able to score points, but, you know, the amount of, I mean, again, the amount of injuries on that defense, New Orleans is going to – I think that this game has a very good chance of going over fifty-six points in terms of the over/under. Uh, I just oh, think I just think it has a very good chance of. Uh, the problem, I'm, the
3: thing I'm worried about with this game. The last time when the Giants beat the Saints, and remember that game in New Orleans, the Giants won. You know, uh, I think Eli threw four or five touchdowns and Brees threw four. Uh, it was like who had the ball last, and the Giants actually did pull it out because that yeah. was the game where people were going for two, even yeah. It, when, when it, when when it, it, it made no sense, when it made
1: when it made, going for when two it made because, like when we we, yeah, we, 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 so. we we truly were only beginning to understand how much of an idiot Mcadoo was. But yes,
3: mm.
1: but yeah, so. it, I mean the the over under on this one is fifty one and a half. I think this one easily blows through that one. I'd be surprised because, like I said, the Giants have a ton of injuries. The Saints are still struggling, mightily covering the slot. I think Sterling Shepard has, uh, like, a huge day catching the football. I'd be surprised if the Giants don't put up a lot of points against the Saints. Uh, But uh, I look at this one and, you know, I think the Saints still end up winning this one. But I think the Giants cover the 3.5. I I think this is a, a... a close game that's decided by a field goal or less, uh, but I I, lo- I look at it as a case where whoever has the ball last wins this one. But uh, I I I do feel as though the Giants are going to come up a little bit short against the Saints, though.
3: Yeah, uh, this might be a game where both Saquon Barkley and, and Odell Beckham should have a big day.
1: Yeah, I, 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 I would expect both of them to factor in heavily into the offensive game plans this week, because yeah. both te- both teams struggle covering guys out of the backfield. I think they they both uh, find a lot of success that
0: way. Uh,
3: so, I, I'm, 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 you know, I'm thinking that the only the only problem I the only reason I I, I have. A good feeling about the Giants is the Saints away from the from the Superdome is not the same Saints. They don't always look, you know. That that's a team that when they go on the road, you know, sometimes you have had a wonder.
1: Yeah, so, yeah. Sometimes which, they have those. Gonna store up. Yeah, sometimes they they have those slip ups. But if the Giants yeah. actually had some of the, the personnel in place, I could buy into that one. But like the the, match, the matchups are going to be too inviting for the Saints. I'd be very yeah. surprised that they well, couldn't take advantage that, of it.
0: The
3: one the one thing that may play into the same time is that the weather tomorrow is going to be really nice. Yeah, it's not cold outside and stuff. You know, if if it was like late December, I pick the Giants. In in, in in I would pick the Giants in this game, or or real nasty rainy stormy day but it's gonna be really nice going tomorrow it's supposed to be in the 70s yeah it might be a little windy in the meadowlands but uh not the not the 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 the, the december wind so it should be it should be it, it should be a little easier for the the saints to play yeah
1: So I look at that, and I think the Giants uh, do actually end up covering this one, even though they lose the game, which takes us into our Sunday night game with the Ravens traveling to Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh got the win uh, over Tampa Bay uh, Monday night. I don't like this Steelers team, how they're looking, to be honest, though. Uh, that, That Tampa game was really close, and realistically, Fitzpatrick gave them the game with some really poor decision making, which we talked about, it's Fitzpatrick, uh, but there were still a lot of signs of concern for the Steelers. That defense still doesn't look good, and that offense is still very sporadic at times. Uh, because I haven't really, se- I haven't really seen them put together the long play drives that I know Pittsburgh's capable of, and you know these games against the Ravens usually are the rock fights that they need those Le'Veon Bell-like runs where he can get the hard three or four yards just to get a first down. We, we haven't seen that yet from Connor, uh, yet where he's actually had to go up against a, a, a excellent defense. This is his first test as a, a running back, and I, I have no idea how it's going to work out for him, but if you're telling me the Steelers are going to be three-and-a-half-point favorites... Knowing the history of this rivalry, I'm taking the Ravens every time. Well, one of the
3: one of the things that I don't like is, is for some reason I don't know why, but for some reason, uh, um, Av and and
1: together. Oh uh, wait, wait! wait you uh, you're uh, you're breaking up slightly there, Callie. What was that?
3: No, I said, for some reason, Antonio Brown and and, and, and Ben seems to be on the, the – they can't get on the same page. He, he, you know, Ben is throwing the ball one way, he's going another way, and he's yeah. acting on the sideline. For some reason, they can't get it together, and I, and I don't know why. You know.
1: Yeah, I've, now, I've, least, I've noticed that a couple of times you know, in the sideline interactions. Yeah, it's not a good look for Pittsburgh. I mean, they got the win Monday night, but, again, uh, a lot of that was Fitzpatrick just making boneheaded decisions. Uh, I have my uh, I have my doubts about this Steelers' defense still, uh, and even though Flacco's never going to set the world on fire, uh, uh, the Ravens can be competent enough to move the ball up and down the field and limit the mistake. So as long as Baltimore doesn't turn the ball over, I, I look at the Ravens having an excellent chance of winning this game, uh, and even if they lose, I still think three and a half points is too much. Uh, th- to me, this should have been like a two and a half line or anything, but uh, th- three and a half points. I mean, you're telling me I need to take the Ravens because I don't see Steelers blowing them out. Uh, blowing them out. Uh, I really don't see that happening. I think this is a close game.
3: Yeah. I I I I I have no idea which field of team is going to show up, because that defense is bad. I mean, that defense is bad. Uh, they can't cover people. Uh, guys are running free. Uh, they're not really stopping. The, they're not stopping anything. You know, it, 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 it looks like men got a of 400 yards every week. Yeah, they tend to have a chance.
1: And again, it, it's just not sustainable. The way the Steelers were winning some of these... If, if
3: I'm telling you, if I'm telling you that 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 that, that Big Ben is going to throw for 400 years, two weeks straight and they they they, they, they barely win those games uh, you, you're going to be laughing
1: at me. Yeah, but that, that's you my know? other thing. It's like uh, they they needed a, a big performance out of Ben, and also it's a short week for Pittsburgh. None of these are good signs for the Steelers. I'll be honest; they needed they needed a comfortable win against Tampa uh, on the road. Now traveling back, uh, uh, traveling back home on a short week to play the Ravens when they already just had a physical game against. Uh, against uh, tampa bay because that went to the wire i mean they had they had to gut that one out to hold on to the win i don't like the steelers chances i really don't it's like to me uh i gotta take the ravens three and a half and i think the ravens win that game Mm. so uh now it comes down to the monday night game where you got kansas city traveling to denver now Mahomes has been all the rage in the NFL. Kid City uh, is four and a half uh, point favorites. I I, I kind of look at this one as a trap game because usually going to Mile High, it's going to be Monday night. The place is going to be loud. You know, it's a very hostile environment. I'm I'm very curious to see how uh, how Mahomes performs because I think he struggles a little bit and. I look at this game where Case Keenum has been so bad that if Case Keenum does not put on a good performance in the first half of this game, I I easily see a scenario where Trevor Simeon gets the ball in the second half and uh, Keenum gets pulled. Because Keenum cannot stink up the joint like he has the first couple of games this year and put the uh, Denver defense in a hole. The fan base is already uh, killing Elway for bringing in Keenum. Uh, when there, I mean, there are multiple quarterbacks available, and uh, at the time, and Elway chose Keenum, so you know it's not looking good so far. And I think if he has another clunker of a first half, I think he could easily get pulled.
3: I well, I you know me and these quarterbacks that these journeymen that have a good season, and everybody thinks they can do it someplace else. Uh, you know he had that great year in, in, in Minnesota, and I, you know, I told people journeymen are journeymen for a reason, and you know Denver ran and given him this this uh, this 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 contract, and you know I, I don't know what people expect. I really don't know what they expect. I mean. We've you, seen these movies before. Matt Castle. You know, Nong, Uh I mean, all of these guys. I mean, he lit it up in Chicago. And I said it many days. I said, He's going to be another Matt Castle. Somebody's going to give him money. And what happened? Huh? And they run out and give him money. And what happened?
1: Yeah, Cade McNown went back to being what Cade
3: McNown. You know, these guys... You
1: know, Tampa Bay run and give him a big contract. What happened? These things, it, it is what it is. Although in Cade McNown's defense, it was Tampa. So, you know, no one was going to win there. But, yeah, Cade McNown was out of the league in two years.
3: Yeah, but he's going it, to, it, it but that guy that's in Chicago, that's one year. It's the old Dennis Green thing. You are one of Yeah. You know what we thought you were. You know, it's, 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 it's You know, we keep trying, getting trapped with these. This guy had this great season. Look, I always tell people, give me consistency, and I will take it every time over anything. I want consistency. You know. Don't 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 hit 500 home runs in a season, one year. You know no give me give me twenty five give twenty five every year you know but it's 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 a thing where these guys get these great seasons on it light up to the you can't learn that in one season you are what you are for a reason, you know yeah. consistency,
1: yeah so like I said, I, I I look at this game, I see this as a very uh, real trap game for the Chiefs. Whether or not Denver can take advantage of it, completely up to Keenum, and you know, I have no idea what guy's going to show up. Well, and that's the, I mean, and that's the worst thing you can I'm have in the quarterback. to win
3: the Broncos to win that game because I've seen those, I've seen those games that, that, that the Broncos have played. You know, that quarterback... You know, I, I don't see him. Now, that Kansas City defense is not really that good, but he is so bad that I I, I, I can't better die. I, 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 I would better die. You know. Yeah. He is that bad. Yeah. So, you know, they got to i got to run
1: out of here just now. i got to carry my thing to the airport. Yeah, so I'll catch you later, Kelly, but uh, we'll, yeah. we'll, we'll, we'll talk later. All right. Okay. All right. Have a good one, Kelly. So, okay. All, All right. right. All right. So, I mean, the, again, the, those were the thoughts concerning uh, uh, heading into week four. You know, I, I again, I see a lot of this with these teams where, We've got a lot of question marks at quarterback yet still, uh, with a number of these teams, and you know we haven't seen some of the cream rise to the top yet, but it's gonna happen sooner than later. So I, I look at some of these squads, and you know some of these guys have got to step up tomorrow if their teams are gonna win. I, I, I look at so I'm looking at the Tannehill's of, of the world, and Trubisky is like if these teams want to be uh, taken seriously. The quarterback play has got to get better. Uh, there's no, uh, there's no doubt in my mind about that. So, uh, that's gonna do it all for the show today. Uh, we'll, we'll catch you back tomorrow. We'll, where I will be going through the DFS picks for both FanDuel and uh, DraftKings, and uh, we'll t- we'll catch you up tomorrow. Take it easy, folks
2: it's the most talked about position in all of sports the quarterback and now there's a show solely dedicated to the most sought-after role on the field celebrity qb featuring four-time super bowl champion coach charlie weiss